0: Now for our story. David Bowman had many reasons for distrusting his brother-in-law, Ben Calvert. The clash between these two people of such different temperaments had begun while they were both still in their teens, long before Ben had married David's lovely sister, Kathleen. David had regretted that marriage, and his doubts had been confirmed by Ben's treatment of his wife and her untimely death, for which David considered Ben responsible. And today, when Ben had appeared at a meeting of the board of directors a meeting which was to have reinstated Bill Mead in his job at the bank, David had known Ben's attitude was prompted by revenge. But now, as he drives out of Wakefield on his way to see his old friend Mary Lane, David is thinking, I hate
1: to tell Mary what happened today. She's been so courageous, so hopeful all the way through. Now, because of Ben and his hatred for Bill, all her efforts have been wasted. All because of Ben. Even after knowing him all these years, I still don't understand him. His selfishness, cruelty, filled with bitterness and hatred. Ben has an evil genius for causing trouble. Yes, I dread telling, Mary.
2: But, David, I don't understand. What right had Ben to sit in on the director's (laughs) meeting? Well, Mary, my guess is that Ben
1: had Henry Swanson over a barrel somehow. He simply forced Henry to sell his stock to him.
3: You mean Henry turned over all his shares to Ben Calvert?
1: That's right, Lefty. And it so happens that Henry had the lion's share among the minority holders. Ben's taking them over means he's automatically
2: elected to the board. I see. I wonder what possessed Henry to agree, though. Doesn't sound like him, David. As you know, Henry's never been very fond of Ben.
3: Doesn't Ben own that property where Swanson's store is located? Yes, Lefty. I think that's the answer, then.
2: Yes, that's occurred to me.
3: Ben's been leasing that property to Henry. That had put him into a swell position to get what he wanted. All he had to do was threaten not to renew Henry's lease. That's probably what
2: happened. Well, whatever the reason, it's done now.
1: Yes, Mary. And I'm afraid this time there's not a thing in the world we can do to get
3: Bill's job back for him. No, nope, not with Ben on the board.
2: I'm certainly glad I didn't tell those youngsters what we hoped to do. They've had their hopes up so many times, only to be disappointed.
3: I hate to say this, Aunt Mary, but it looks to me as if we're really licked this time.
2: I'd yes. like to disagree with you, Lefty.
3: Unfortunately, I
2: i can and do disagree
3: but
1: look here aunt mary lord knows you've done everything you could Mary. but you know
3: how i feel about it aunt mary considering how all this affects peggy why i'd do anything to fix it so those kids could get married but on the other hand there's no sense knocking your head against a stone wall
2: it's not a stone wall you're both forgetting we still have one possibility we haven't attempted so far huh what's that this idea of Bill's to find Mario and get him to come back here to Wakefield. Oh, Mary. That scheme's always struck me as a brave
3: idea, but I think it's doomed to fail. Me too. I don't see how you can never hope to find Mario in a big place like Chicago. Without any idea where he'd be hanging out.
1: Perhaps I'm being a
3: defeatist, Mary. But it sounds hopeless to me. Yep, me too. Don't forget the police tried to locate him right after Carla was hurt. And if they couldn't succeed, how do you expect it?
2: Well, they didn't really make a thorough search, Lefty. When they realized Carla was going to recover, and when she refused to testify against Mario, they had no reason for trying to find me.
3: Yeah, but even so...
2: I'm not overconfident that Bill and I'll succeed. But I don't intend to give up until every single possibility has been tried. It isn't simply a question of clearing Bill's name... Isn't even the fact that unless we can find Marrier, those two youngsters won't be able to marry. No. There's more to it. What's in your mind, Mary? It's a question of defending human dignity, David. I think Bill Meade has been the victim of a deliberate plot. It's become more and more clear to me during these last weeks. It wasn't accidental those rumors started out of nowhere. That gossip about Bill and Carla. No. I'm convinced there was a definite plan behind it.
3: A plan? Well, I don't know. It looks to me as if it was just one of those deals where one person says something just to hear himself talk, and another guy repeats it and adds a few touches of his own. Pretty soon you have a first-class scandal and nobody knows where it came from.
1: Yes, that's the way those
2: things work, but everyone accepts it as absolute truth. Not always, though. Sometimes there's a deliberate attempt to distort, to condemn an innocent man. There was that uh, long-drawn-out affair in France years ago. You remember. A French soldier who was accused of being a traitor.
3: Yeah, I I remember something about it. What was that fellow's name? Dreyfus. Alfred Dreyfus.
2: That's right. He was condemned on false evidence. And it was many years before his innocence was finally established. Perhaps it may seem odd for me to make a comparison between a historical affair like that and something happening right here in our own little town. Nevertheless, I believe there is a similarity. Yes, I
1: see what you mean, Mary, but...
2: It's it's the injustice I hate. I just can't stand by and see some innocent person suffer and the guilty get off scot-free. Naturally, I'm thinking of Peggy and her welfare, too. That's what gets me down. Peggy. She has a right to happiness. She's had a great many trials for a young girl her age.
3: I'll say she has, poor little kid. Gosh, it's a wonder to me Peggy hasn't soured on the world. How could she? with Mary here to help her, Lefty? Mary and you, too? Lord, I haven't been any help.
2: When I look back on the way I acted about Bill,
3: I'm heartily ashamed of myself.
2: Well, you were only thinking of Peggy's welfare. And since then, Lefty, you've done so much to make up for it. Bill and Peggy both know how you've changed.
3: Uh,
1: Better late than never, I guess. Takes a good man to make an about face and admit he's been
3: wrong, Lefty. A good man. Well, there's one guy around here I'll never change my opinion about, and that's for sure. Ben? That's right, Ben Calvert. He has a real talent for causing trouble, that guy. I was thinking the same thing as I drove out here today. An evil genius. Look at all the trouble he goes to just to get back at someone. You know darn well the only reason Ben wanted to sit on that board at the bank was just to fix it so Bill wouldn't get his job back.
2: It certainly looks as if that was his only purpose.
3: Sure. Why, Ben Calvert will go to any lengths. Positively knock himself out just to get even. Poor Ben.
2: And all his scheming doesn't make him any the happier.
3: Well, it makes a lot of other people plenty unhappy. And that must give him considerable pleasure. I wonder if it
1: really does
3: in the final analysis. Uh, He's the kind of a guy who thrives on other people's misfortunes. I'll bet nothing ever made Ben happier than the way the gossip about Bill and Carla Descari caught on in Wakefield. I can just see him licking his chops. That story was absolutely made to order for Ben.
2: Made to order. Hmm. Lefty, do you remember when that gossip first began? We all commented on how peculiar it was a story like that could get started when it hadn't a bit of truth in it. Almost
3: as if someone had started it on purpose. Yeah, I remember. Randy thought it looked awful fishy, too. I guess you must have felt the same way, didn't you, David? I mean, even right at the beginning. Of
1: course, knowing Bill as I do.
3: There's been a thought half formed in the
2: back of my mind for some time. But today, just now, it became crystal clear. Lefty's mentioning the trouble Ben goes to in order to cause trouble. His hatred of Bill. Barry? You think Ben started this gossip? Well, it's the only logical explanation when you get right down to it. Ben's the only person in Wakefield who'd have a motive for starting those false rumors. And who'd have anything to gain by them.
0: Yes, Aunt Mary, the man responsible is Ben Calvert. Knowing the power of jealousy, knowing how easily it may be aroused by twisting circumstances and by lies... Then, Calvert deliberately decided to work on Mario Descari's easily aroused emotions. He drove the young Italian into a frenzy, which resulted in the recent tragedy, for which Bill Meade is blamed. But there is only one person who could confirm your supposition, Aunt Mary. That person is Mario himself. Though he doesn't know it, Mario possesses certain facts which could prove your guess is correct.